Hey team, so uh, welcome back to another episode of the Coach Pete Podcast. Now, apologies first of all for being so tardy and not getting around to doing this until now. So I think the last one I did would have been early December. So long story short, I had a good break over Christmas. Uh, really good, getting that downtime. And then when I went back to work at the gym, I got slammed. So that, I'm not going to complain, it's, it's always good to be a little bit too busy rather than have it the other way around, so yeah, it's been a busy couple of months. So here I'm, I'm back, uh, and I finally get around to sitting down in front of the microphone again here. So what I want to talk about today is, uh, I really just want to share uh, some training information, which I've found really useful uh, within my own training, and that's how to use the treadmill in terms of getting fitter, but also using it as well as to get fit to burn calories, so it's good for fat loss. So it's really just my recommendations for how to really utilize the, the treadmill in terms of like a, a gym-based workout. So, the reason I got originally into this is that uh, way back during the first COVID lockdown, which I didn't even know remember that was, maybe a year and a half ago. Uh, so I went from being training at the gym and having access to the full kind of range of equipment there. And up until that point, I really just relied mainly on the spin classes which I teach. To, to look after my own fitness, uh, which I had done, it was great. But uh, what I found is when I was in lockdown and I was looking for other ways to train, I had a, a weight set, which is fine, kind of helps retain my strength training. But I thought, what am I going to do for my fitness? Don't have a spin bike. Obvious choice was to go running. So uh, my, my beautiful partner, my, Melissa and I, we were attempted to do some runs. When I say attempt, uh, I attempted, she absolutely smashed it. She's such a great runner and she's super fit, way fitter than I am. But uh, it kind of bummed me out because I remember there's been periods back in my 20s and 30s where I really enjoyed running and I was comfortably running 10k and I was running it in a good pace. And it's give you a, it's a really good feeling when you get into it and uh, you, know, you kind of get through that initial hurt at the beginning and you just get into the zone of running. It's, I think it's really good mentally as well. So I was a bit bummed that I couldn't do that. Um, and it really struggled and what I... I noticed it was mainly just my body wasn't used to the impact. It wasn't used to running in the concrete or the, the pavements. And my calves would be absolutely kill me. So it wasn't that the fitness wasn't there. The fitness was there from spinning, but it just, my running fitness uh, didn't exist. So I decided there and then that uh, my mission was to get up to a stage where I could run comfortably for at least a solid good 5k. And I realised that's quite a modest distance in terms of the... Uh, the grand scheme of things, especially if you're a runner, you might be sniggering at that, but this is for somebody who was doing it more uh, to get fit and to enjoy it. And also I'm quite busy, so I wanted to really maximise my time. So as well as the goal to run uh, 5k, I wanted to run that within about half an hour. So that's my first target. And uh, to be honest, I had to dial it back. So that what I'm going to talk you through now is my process of uh, going from essentially not being really able to run to being able to run comfortably 5Ks within a, a comfortable 30 minutes. So step one of this is get on the treadmill. And, and aim initially, this is, this is if you're really just starting from square one, aim to just hang in there for 20 minutes on the treadmill. And I don't mean running, I don't mean jogging, it could be walking. Whatever you can do uh, reasonably comfortably, safely without stressing your body out too much, aim to be able to survive 20 minutes in the treadmill. 
and if you find that that is a, that's a bit of a hill to get through, if that's hard, if that's something you can't do at the beginning, then that's awesome, you've got a goal. So it might be that you do six minutes walking one day, next day you do eight minutes. So you're just gonna gradually build up the duration. Uh, so that's what you could do. Now assuming you can actually do that, you can walk for 20 minutes on the treadmill. Your next goal is to be able to jog at any pace for 20 minutes on the treadmill. And again, it may be that you can't run at all. So again, you just you stick to the walking for a while. And when the walking starts to feel like it's relatively comfortable, what I would do is add a little bit of a pace to it. The probably optimum walking speed on a treadmill would probably something about 6K. I find if you're going to go beyond that, it starts to get a bit weird and it's, a, it's more like a jog almost. So what I normally do is I'll go from a brisk walk pace maximum pace about 6k so say you can do maybe 5k or 6k for 20 minutes in the treadmill what i would then aim to do would be try and get a couple of minutes single minutes two minutes at a time or a minute at a time with little, little breaks between it so essentially interval training where you go initially might be just to run for one minute something like eight kilometers an hour get through that bring it back to a, a walk which is comfortable for as long as you need to be able to do that again. And you might find within your 20 minutes, you might get it three, four, five times. So that's awesome, those little minutes will add up. So the next stage would be that you stick within that interval format where your your goal is to strive towards to be able to run uh, for about 20 minutes at roughly 8K or beyond. So it might be that you do a minute run, walk three, four minutes, minute run, walk three, four minutes, if you get to a stage where you can do that for 20 minutes, the next goal could be that you either uh, still walk, so you run for one minute, but reduce the time spent walking between it to maybe two minutes, three minutes. Uh, another option could be that you extend the time you run from one minute to two minutes and still have that, a three, four minute uh, walk between it. But the gist of it is you're just slowly starting to sneak longer intervals in with reduced rest periods until you get to a stage where you might be running for uh, three minutes, four minutes, five minutes at eight kilometers with a very short walk between it before you go back up to maybe an 8K or beyond uh, jog again. And eventually if you keep doing that, if you persist at that and listen to your body, you might have days where you feel really good. You might have days where your ankles will hurt, your knees will hurt, your back will hurt, your fitness might hurt, or your, your lungs might not want to play ball. I mean, you've got to listen to these things uh, but if you can get to a stage where within the realms of some comfort and it's it's good to push beyond your comfort zone but you don't want to obviously go too hard as well which we might pick up an injury so common sense approach but if you can get 20 minutes jogging uh, without killing yourself on a treadmill around about 8k or beyond then that's awesome so that's your next benchmark essentially achieved so then this is the third stage, third goal. Now that you can run or jog in the treadmill for 20 minutes continuously, your goal is just to gradually build up the duration. Don't worry about trying to go quicker. Stick to whatever pace is comfortable with you. You'll probably find naturally that the more you do it, you'll naturally be able to pick up a quicker pace, but that's something we look at at the next stage. But for the stage I want you to focus on once you've cracked 20 minutes of jogging is to just push the time out but start watching the duration as uh, as well as time, start watching the distance. So new target, instead of 20 minutes on the treadmill, 
Your new target is to build up to five kilometers on the treadmill. I don't care how long it takes you, you want to get to that five kilometers. Uh, ideally jogging, but again, like your intervals you did in the earlier stage, if you're going to pull back after 25 minutes and walk for a little bit and push back up, that's cool. As long as you just chip away at it, little tiny progressions each time you do it each week, your mission is to get 5k uh, distance at your 8k pace or beyond. And again, that might take you a couple of weeks. Uh, however long it takes is irrelevant as long as you just think long term and you're starting to build that up. So let's assume you get to that. And that's awesome because if you to look back, you may have started being unable to run for three or four minutes. Now you've stretched that uh, duration, the time, to probably close to 30 minutes, maybe a bit longer, and you've got a good distance of five kilometers. So you should uh, give yourself a wee pat in the back if you're listening to this and you ever get to that stage. But assuming you can then get five kilometers on the treadmill, your next mission is to try and get that down uh, to a quicker time. So what I'm going to suggest is you go back to an interval training format where your base level is uh, that 8K jogging pace, which you've currently been able to do 5K. So that becomes your new base level. Although if you need to walk, you can walk. But what I want you to focus on this time is to slip in maybe two minute, three minute intervals where you go beyond your base level of the speed, which you originally cracked that 5k, you push beyond that. So if you did the 5k at an eight kilometer pace, it might be that you aim to get two or three minutes at nine, pull it back, run at eight, till you feel good, push speed up again, two or three minutes at nine, and pull it back. Now, I don't want this to stay static, so it's a bit different this time. If you can then get a comfortable two to three minutes at whatever pace you've been pushing up to, and rather than bring it back and, and just repeat it, I want you to bring it back, have a recovery, but next time you push the pace up, try and go beyond what you, you just did. So if you were going for eight as your base, and your interval was to go to nine, you did it for two or three minutes, you came back, you felt pretty good. On the second interval, maybe push to 10. And if you get to a stage where that feels good, recover, pull back, push to 12. Keep doing that. Focus on short uh, time durations, maybe two or three minute blocks. And it's a great way to get uh, really kind of engaged with it, but it'll make the time go quicker. And you'll also not expect to be just occasionally challenging yourself to go quicker each interval. Uh, you'll get it done faster. So the goal is to get under 30 minutes if you can. Now. What you could do at this point, because you're probably actually getting quite fit and you'll be feeling pretty good, is what I would suggest you do, is uh, you really either focus on uh, the, the speed element, which can be a lot of fun, there's a lot of benefit to starting to pick your pace up and maybe even venture into that kind of running or even occasionally sprints as well. So this is the sprint or running option, what I would do here is maintain a comfortable base, something you can do for a long duration without really busting your chops too much. So that might be like an eight to 10K pace. So this is where you always come back to after each interval, it's essentially your recovery level. So eight to 10K or your equivalent. So I'll give yourself maybe a couple of minutes initially just to eight to 10K, get the system woken up, then push your speed up a little bit. Now again, you need a focus for this. I would suggest either time, three minutes I think is a great duration. It's enough time for your heart rate to come up and level off 
uh, and it's enough time to, to allow you to work hard without overdoing it as well and psychologically I think it's, an, it's short enough but it's not going to kind of bum you if it, if it feels like you're plodding away for too long so my suggestion is either working at three minute time intervals or maybe something like a distance interval maybe 500 meters which would be half a k so you've got either one or two focuses it's going to be three minutes per hard interval or it's going to be 500 uh, meters half a k so again treadmills at the gym for pretty sophisticated you can kind of check all this information out so first couple of minutes let's say three minutes or half a k using one of those targets is going to be done at your base level 8 10k comfortable no problem first interval push it up a little bit so let's say you're running at 8 to 10k maybe try 12k either three minutes or half a k feel good pull it back either three minutes half a k recovery base level 8 to 10k next interval if you felt good in the first interval go beyond it take another k get your half a k in there or your three minutes pull it back think to yourself could you go faster if you can go higher so what you've got here is like a progressively uh, harder or quicker interval format so you might do that you might go from something like 10k first interval 12k uh, 13k 14k and by that point if you're really struggling if you can no longer complete the either three minute target or the 500 meter target come back recover your new goal is to be able to hang in there until you can then get that new quick speed done at the, the target for the time or distance so that's a great way to do it and that's something you can do for quite a long period of time and before you know it a couple of months into that you'll be busting some really quick times your 5k time will come down but you'll also be starting to expend more and more energy uh, so that's where the fat burning element comes in so you you'll burn again average person 5k say maybe, maybe 70 to 90 kilos you're going to burn 400 calories or so uh, but it won't just be there and then you'll actually be burning calories uh, for a long time after as you get up afterburn effect where you really ignite your metabolism so but that's that's what i would suggest you do if you're going to use the treadmill at the gym uh, and I've got thoughts about running outside as well which is awesome but if you're at the gym you're on a treadmill and these things are pretty sophisticated they cost a gym I don't know how much 10k 20k probably the price of a car but they're loaded with a lot of function in it so you may as well utilize that and again at the gym you might be using a heart rate belt or a myzone and this is a great way to uh, use your myzone as well because you can then maybe have different targets rather than speed it could be worked towards a particular heart rate on as well but again i'll backtrack a bit just saying that there's a lot of functionality uh, and if you're at the gym you may as well utilize that because you're in a position where you can safely uh, really monitor what you're doing you can have these uh, goal targets which might be duration it might be uh, distance or time so you've got all this information in front of you all that data you may as well use it uh, if you're going outside it's definitely i feel like outside is more you just let your mind wander you maybe put some music on and it's uh don't worry too much about it, just go out and empty your mind. But again, another benefit I think in the treadmill is it's really time efficient. You can really lock a lot of these progressions in. You can monitor your progress and you can really start to maximize the time. So like I say in that, uh, 5Ks, which might eventually take you less than 30 minutes, you could be expelling 500 calories if, if you get up to like a, a good enough pace. Uh, now, other things here. How often should you do that? Well, I've been doing it twice a week 
uh, I, I do that at the beginning of the week, the end of the week, the middle of the week is my spin class, and other days I generally do my strength workouts, but uh, twice a week's been awesome, I've got really, really fit, and uh, I'm glad to report the last time I did go out running, I uh, did the Harry L with Melissa, and I managed to hang in there and keep up, uh, my calves were hurting a little bit, but what I'd actually been doing is, uh, I'd actually started to experiment with some gradients, specifically to toughen my my calves up so that I could run up the hill. So again, that could be another option if you if you start to embrace this kind of treadmill uh, interval format. So duration, uh, sorry, not duration, frequency. I think twice a week's awesome because uh, if you do get up to a stage where you're hitting this and you're getting some good sprints in, essentially, if you get up to like 14, 15, 16k, it's quite a lot of impact in the body, even if you are uh, on a treadmill. I think twice. Twice a week would be awesome. And that gives you time where, if that takes you maybe half an hour, maybe you could do some stuff prior to it. I, I would maybe just try and lock it in by itself. I mean, just focus on that. Get a good solid 30 minutes. But it means that you've got space in the other days where you maybe have time to come to a gym where you could do a strength session. A great format would be you hit the treadmill one day, do a basic strength workout the next day, have a rest, come back in, treadmill, good strength workout. So you're trying to get a good kind of broad base. Uh, approach to your training now. Uh, so yeah, yeah guys, I hope that all made sense. Uh, there's quite a lot to take in there. Uh, and as always, you know, thanks for, for listening in. And I'm going to try and get back again soon. I've, I've, I'm at a holiday mode and I'm, I'm kind of getting back into the groove again. So I'm thinking the next one might be talking about insulin and its effects with diabetes and blood sugar in the body as well. But guys, I'm going to tap out here. And if you've listened, as always, if you can maybe spread the word, that'd be awesome. Hey, hopefully speak soon. Bye.